Why is your face like that? <laughs> what are you? What's going on with you? Well, I just farted. Oh, cool. I'm recording. But okay. I, I did it because I had to scratch an itch. What? <laughs> have Have you ever tried that? Like, just you had a you have an itchy asshole and you need to scratch it, but you don't want to scratch it, so you just fart and the air like <laughs> frictions <laughs> it. No. What are you talking? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's just simple friction. A fart can't scratch an itch. It can. It just did. Oh, f- f- this feels like a Hemingway novel. What? <laughs> a fart can't scratch an itch. That doesn't sound Hemingway, and that sounds more like Dave Barry. <laughs> you don't know what Dave Barry sounds like. I read one of his books once. Whatever. You don't try to change the subject. <laughs> How does this work? The like, air. The air that pushes out relieves the itch. Explain this to me, Alice. You have an itch on your butt, and you choose... In your... my butt. <laughs> You have an itch in your butt. And you say you choose not to scratch it because you don't want to scratch it. You choose to fart to scratch the itch. How can you fart on command? It wasn't like farting on command. It's like I already had one stored up and it just seemed like a moment to let it go. Like a finishing move in a wrestling video game. What is this? I've been over here taunting, and I've been earning my <laughs> my signature move. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> this is Doug. This is Alice. And this is Going Terribly. Oh, we haven't said the name of the show in a long time. Put your pecker in your pants. You going to play us some music, Alice? Are you <laughs> you writing us a tune? Well, we can't use that because it was the theme to gal- Gallivant. Oh, the television program? Yes. Gallivant of mm-hmm. uh, the little-known, very obscure television <laughs> program from 10 years ago. You'd think I'd be totally into it because of musical, but I, I think I remember seeing a, the first two episodes and then I stopped. Well, you're a monster. Mm-hmm. Because Tim Amundsen is 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 a god walking well, amongst men. I didn't realize that until recently, when we started watching like Psych all the way. Oh, through. let's get into better things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to sing the praises of Gallivant. Well, Gallivant's a great show, but you brought up Psych, which mm. is my favorite. Okay, so yeah. you know. And Tim Amundsen, am I saying his name right? Yeah, um, Amundsen. 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 Like, Amundsen. I keep thinking it's almond. Amundsen. Almond. Uh, we just said we just said his name a lot. <laughs> we didn't say his name at all. Oh, Timothy <laughs> Amundsen, yes. who plays Carlton Lasseter on the uh, television program slash film franchise Psych. His eyes are so blue. Oh yeah, he has beautiful manly eyes. And how does he make that gun holster work so well? <laughs> I hope you or guys... halter like yeah, it goes like. Oh, it's it's a halter top essentially. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, it's a gun holster halter? top. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch Psych out there in the yeah, yeah. in the world? Because uh, mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 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 my favorite hour long television program, and it and news radio just battle between them each other to decide which is my favorite show of all time. 
Really? It's a tough, tough fight between the two. Hmm. Well, is news radio mostly comedy? It's completely comedy. Well, it's 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 a sitcom. Well, that's the thing with Psych. It's like the first couple of seasons, I was not as into it because it seemed like mostly comedy and Sean doing his goofy psychic thing. But oh then, yeah, should we give the premise? Oh sure, they're psychic detectives. Ha ha ha! But actually, he's just super observant and has like photographic memory and like laser vision. <laughs> but like human style human style yes, yes. <laughs> he, he's he's hyper observant is the yeah. is the term for those kinds of people right but then like a couple of the middle and later seasons there's like really dramatic finales and i'm like how is this show making me feel this way why yeah yeah how dare you do this you goofy show right what are you doing I like you after your, you make your jokes and your '80s references. <laughs> oh yeah, if you like '80s references, this is your show. Like after I watched it, I kind of realized where you get most of your humor, like when uh, when you're singing a song and then I'll join in and you're like, "We're done with that, Alice." That's from Psych. <laughs> That's, well, not exactly, but <laughs> but like yeah, cut down humor. The like blueprints that. there. The blueprint of the blueprint. being a being a cut down jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> do I get it from that or do I connect to the show because oh, it also does it? I see. It, I mean, it is hard to tell because it's uh, it has existed for like 15 years in one way or another. So, And that's how long you've existed. So, <laughs> oh, If only. <laughs> I mean, you'd be in jail, but. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you want to hear about something else crazy? Or should we? What else is crazy? I mean, just now when you brought up, uh, like, age discrepant, is that a word? Relationships. Oh, yeah. I have I have a, I have a thing to bring up on that. Really? I have a thing to bring up on that. Mine's really quick. Okay. If you want me to go first. Sure. Because it's very, very quick. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Jared Fogle. I don't, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, he was the subway guy? Oh, was he in an age discrepant relationship? Yeah. With whom? I, I don't know. I didn't want to spend very long on this. Well, I was, okay. I was going for the joke of saying, happy birthday, Jared you know, Fogle, for I the feel joke. Like, of... I feel like yours might have hit better after mine, because mine's kind of long. And then you could be like, oh, I have something to contribute to. And I'll be like, is that it? And you're like, yep. Oh, well, Jared Fogle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't plan on either one of us going bloop. Uh, Jared uh, Fogel, allegations of, I'm reading from the Wikipedia at this current moment, Mm. at this juncture. Mm -hmm. Allegations of Fogel having inappropriate relations with minors began in 2007, but did not gain traction until... Multiple minors. Yeah, but did not gain traction until 2015 when the FBI uncovered that he received child pornography from an associate. (sighs) Pleading guilty to the child sex tourism and child pornography charges the same year, Fogel was sentenced to 15 years, eight months in federal prison. Jeez. Remember he was the subway guy? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, okay. it's very unfortunate. So I, I was joking about the happy birthday part. I was. I, I hope he has a horrible birthday. Is it really his birthday? Yes, it oh. is. It is. But okay. I, I, I said it as like a joke because you. I figured right afterwards you'd be like, "Oh, come on!" Mm. But then you didn't know, so mm. it was just the audience yelling at their radios, mm-hmm, their mm-hmm. phones. Come on, Doug. Mm. He's a monster. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm here to call him out, actually, but uh, you know, 
Indiana native Gerald, oh. Gerald Fogel. Mm. I just saw that. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Wikipedia, for information at my fingertips. What do you have, Alice? Yes. Okay. So, is my namesake. You know, most people know. Um, I chose my own name after I saw the Disney Alice in Wonderland when I was five years old. No, it has been a long time since we covered that. Can you do that quickly? I just did. It's okay. <laughs> Or, like, how you got to choose your own name, like, your situation. Oh. <laughs> no, because I didn't know this when you told me. I'm sure a lot of people my don't know situation. this. My situation. All right. Oh, come I was, on. I was born in Taiwan. Yes. My Chinese name is Sun Yu Li. My legal name is Yu Li, capital Y-U hyphen capital L-I. Uh-huh. But I feel like in recent years, a lot of Asian names, they don't capitalize that second word, and that bugs me. I've seen that. Yeah. And mm-hmm. mine, like, driver's license agencies, like, they don't even have hyphens. So it's just a space or oh. mashed together into four letters. And I'm like, ah, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, as, a, as an immigrant, five years old, <laughs> they encouraged me to choose an English name, probably because of these dumb name issues yeah. that still happen. And so, yeah, and that's how I chose Alice as my middle name, and then that's kind of what I went See, I, as I, in school. I wanted you to explain it, because I think that's just fascinating okay. for people who haven't heard it before. Like, mm-hmm. what kid gets to choose their own name? <laughs> yeah. And so I wanted people to know why and how. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Go on. So um, recently, my our friend Jill, my landlady Jill, she gave me a book uh, called Alice I Have Been by Melanie Benjamin, and it's a historical fiction novel about mm-hmm. the real Alice Liddell. Um that who inspired Alice in Wonderland. And uh, you and you hadn't known she was a real person. I had no clue Alice was a real person. I thought Wonderland was made up. Comes to come to find out Cheshire cats are out there. There are Mad Hatters running around. That uh jam tomorrow, jam yesterday, but never ever jam today. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> There's gotta be one person out there who gets that. But, um, and then, uh, whatever else, Jabberwockies are out running around, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Those are all true, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I had no freaking clue. And then you went on to tell me who the author was. Lewis Carroll? No. I, Charles I, Dodgson? Charles Dodgson. Yeah. What? Charles Dodgson? Yes. Which turns out Lewis Carroll isn't Lewis Carroll's real name. Right. So what you... Dropped on me all at once <laughs> is that Alice is real and Lewis Carroll is isn't. Not. <laughs> like, uh, my and whole I life, am not as well. <laughs> my whole life, I thought the exact opposite. Like, yeah, Lewis Carroll is the author, the real human who made up Alice. Nope. <laughs> Other way around. Okay, go on about your book now. So, yeah, the, the real woman, Alice Liddell. Um, she was the daughter of the Dean of Oxford in like the 1850s. That's crazy. Yeah. So she was kind of a celebrity of the time or, Absolutely. you know, kind of an important little girl. A debutante? Uh, yes. But prior prior to when she was a debutante, she was a little girl. Um, and one of the math professors, or they call them dons. A, like a, debu- a, a debutante? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> now I want some tater tots. <laughs> They're not real. Whoa. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so one of the math professors, they're called Dons, I guess, in Britain. You Fantastic. Know, yeah, British universities. Um, we'll, we'll give you an education that <laughs> you can't refuse. <laughs> Charles Dodgson was a close friend of the family. 
and he would take the Liddell sisters, three of them at the time. Oh, um, out not for, just Alice. Mm-hmm, out for boat rides and, you know, just hang out with them. Uh-huh. And, and their ages again? Uh, Alice was seven. Ina was maybe ten. And then there was a younger sister, too. Wow, younger than seven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And but you see, in our contemporary lens, we might think, "Ugh, that's weird." Uh-huh, but uh-huh. in in the Victorian era, so that's what this book is saying. It's a historical fiction about their friendship, right. but there is a uh, uh, an appendix, I guess, at the end, an author's note about how yes, this is fiction, but here are some contexts from the time and how in Victorian England, like that wasn't so weird because parents be- rarely saw their kids, you know. They, uh, the father ran the college, the mother did her things, and all the kids were raised by nannies. And if a family friend wanted to take the kids off the nanny's hand for a little bit, you know, that was a blessing. Right, 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 right. So, so, you know, nothing uh, directly untoward there. But yes, in our modern lens, we might be like, oh, that seems kind of strange. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And then some other factual... Well, people are sick now. (laughs) So... Or were they sick the entire time? I mean... Ah, who knows? Yeah. The invention of photography probably made us sicker. So there is that. Mm. And that's and that's what was also in the author's notes, that um, photography back then was like this new thing, you know? So Charles Dodgson did photograph the girls quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. it, it, it was like a hobby, like, oh, let's try this camera thing out. Not necessarily a fetish for little girls. Right, right, right. Yeah. Just um, like, hey, these are the subjects I have access to. Yeah, yeah. And they're enjoying it. And yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're using, using the new technology. Sure. Right. So he did have a lot of photos of these little girls. Uh-huh. Um, but then it was uh, like there was a a true report that um, when Alice was 11 and Charles Dodgson was like 35 or something like that, um, they did have a rift. Like the, their family stopped interacting. Mm-hmm. And... That's kind of the conjecture of this historical fiction novel, like what happened in that time and mm. what what contributed to the riff. And, you know, it's not super sensationalized or anything, but it is it is, you know, an interesting um, story about love and loss. So in re- like, I don't. And a, age discrepant relationships. Yeah, 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 yeah. In actual known history written down. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Recorded mm. in recorded history. It's not been verified what the rift was. No, there was just a rift because because there were letters that were burned. Like okay, okay so there is there is a little bit of credence to something Run awkward, the jungle. something awkward happening. Yeah, you know, cause, because letters were burned mm. and like deliberately covered up or deliberately. Mm. Uh, Although erased. ultimately, it, it could it could be anything. Sure. It could literally be anything. Mm-hmm. Mr. Uh, Mr. Lewis Carroll could have had an affair with Alice's mama. I think that was, yeah, yeah, that or, was kind or, of part of it. Or father. Oh. Don't yeah, act like yeah. this is new. <laughs> world. Sure. Um, yeah, it was like something happened between the families. He could families have stolen. Was, I mean, anything could have happened, yeah. It wasn't even that he was grooming her or anything. It was kind of like she was a very precocious child. And, right, right, right. And maybe even in that time, the difference between a woman of marriable, marriageable age, 15, marrying like a 35 to 40 year old man, not so weird. Um, but I think as as Alice Liddell grew up, it started getting weirder and weirder. Yeah, I mean, he was about to die at that point. <laughs> so, you know, collect the heritage while you can. <laughs> Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I I imagine it's like some kind of Celine Dion and uh, Rene, I forget his name, 
situation. Like he was her manager and husband and mm. they they met when she was like 18 or even younger. And like nowadays we're like, that's grooming. Right. But then, you know, what if it's, you know, what if she literally knew who she was and fell in love with this person? Right. But, right. you know, yeah, all the it was, gray areas of this world. Yeah. Yeah. I feel weird that we've been talking about this and, and on my computer screen, just staring at me the whole time. <laughs> It's Jared Scott Fogel. I gotta, I gotta close this tab okay. down. Yep, this yep. is just uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, all right, there we go. Nice Google image. All right. <laughs> I thought you were gonna joke that someone else more nefarious was behind it. <laughs> no. <It's- laughs> Why is that your go-to nefarious? It's, it's ne- who's more nefarious? <laughs> That's a whole lot of. And you know we joke. We uh, but I I choose to think we're joking at his expense. Like I'm not making these jokes to be like, oh, you know what he did is funny. I'm joking that like this dude is a joke now. Screw you, Bill Cosby. Well, let's not give him airtime. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the book was very good, um, but it it uh, it did go into the fictionalization of Alice Liddell when she's in her 80s uh-huh. and finally selling the first copies of Alice in Wonderland. And to save her estate, essentially. Wow. Um, because I feel like, you know, her, it, it, part of the truth of it was that being the, the muse, mm-hmm. you know, takes a toll or took a toll on her. And I imagine any kind of muse being, being a muse takes a toll on someone because they're always expected to be that person and not themselves. And they might even not even know who they are without their author, without their artist guiding them. So hmm. now, now it kind of makes me feel weird. I'm like, oh, I call myself Alice, and then, but then the the behind the scenes of this story might be a little. I mean, you suspect. can always you can always change your story and say you named yourself after Alice from the Brady Bunch. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Or also, it's really, really a good story because you were five or six years old. It's the story of a lovely lady. Ah! <laughs> five or six years old. You can name yourself after anyone you want. Brady Bunch. Oh, Jan, Marsha, <laughs> Alice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Or, or really? Alice Roosevelt, the daughter of Teddy Roosevelt. Like she was a she was a rebel. She was a sassy girl. What do you know about presidents' kids? Yeah, I I learned about it from like the American Girl doll books. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so she was American real. She was girl real dolls. progressive for her time, and she was a spitfire. And and Teddy Roosevelt was known for saying, "I can." Do one of two things. I can run the country or I can see after Alice. I cannot possibly do both. Mm. <laughs> Wait, which one did he pick? <laughs> well, he's on Mount Rushmore, so I guess I guess he chose the country? I guess people say he did a good... I wasn't alive back then. I don't know. Is he on Mount Rushmore? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Come on, girl. Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, another guy. It's Jefferson, right? For the record, it's Jefferson. I don't know. Is that right? Is, does that sound right to everybody? I thought it was Franklin. I thought it was Franklin Roosevelt. It's not Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, God. Who's on the dime? Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All these patrician profiles look the same. Who's Patricia? <laughs> she was, was she another president's daughter? <laughs> she one of the Bush twins? <laughs> Oh, seriously, though, whatever happened to uh, Alicia Roosevelt? What was her name? Alice! 
Well, that's a weird one to forget. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever happened to Alice Roosevelt? I don't know. I guess I'll have to research She's her. She's still with us. And hope she hasn't done anything too crazy. In oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she went out on a serial killing spree back then. <laughs> That's what he meant by I can see after Alice. And clearly he didn't. Yeah. She's still at large. Copycats <laughs> abound. She's the oldest serial killer there is. <laughs> She's 172 years old. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get you as soon as I can find my dentures. <laughs> I'll bite your weenie off. Whoa! What? Would she say, she'd probably say like pecker or something, right? <laughs> that's what old people always say. That's what, my, that's what my grandma always called it. Like when she Why would, would she need to say that so often? <laughs> she, was, she was from Kentucky? I don't know. I'm trying to find an excuse for her. I'm trying to find something. I just assume I assume it's because it's old. <laughs> Put your pecker in your pants. Why was your pecker hanging out? I didn't say she was talking to me. Oh, okay. She's talking to my grandpa. Mm. <laughs> well, speaking okay, yeah. Speaking of other <laughs> other uh, muse relationships so it was also mentioned in this in the book oh so this was real that um alice liddell when she was 80 she met peter llewellyn davies who was the young man who inspired jm barry's peter pan okay he was in his he was in his 30s by the time they met you're saying peter pan was real too yep so you're telling me that wonderland and neverland are both real this is unbelievable. Like, I'm 40 years old. And I feel like I'm seeing the world through a whole new lens. <laughs> Little boys are flying. Sorry, go on with your story. I just like... Like, I thought the craziest place was like New Zealand. <laughs> but, boy, am I learning stuff. Go on. New Zealand isn't real. That's just where they filmed uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But Peter Llewellyn Davies, he had a really hard time being a muse. Um, And he ended up killing himself. I guess he had some alcoholism issues as well. So, like, the whole Peter Pan story. Like, I I always... You know, when I was a kid, maybe I liked it. And I loved Hook. But as I got older, I was like, that is kind of a weird story. You know, like, uh, the whole... Needing a mother and needing your lover to be your mother, mm. being a perpetual boy, <laughs> and then I, yeah, I may not have got a lot of this. <laughs> I mean, it was something about a pirate dude who wanted to kill a little boy. Mother lover. That's what I knew, but the little boy was Robin Williams, and so, <laughs> so I didn't quite get it. Mm. And then, like, they threw uh, Play-Doh at each other or something mm-hmm. at one point, and there was a bang bang Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, sure. Tinkerbell was in love with Robin Williams, and... Man, I wonder if I watched that movie again, if I'd be as disturbed, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know, like, the original Peter Pan oh. at all, except he flew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he never wanted to grow up. Okay. But then he also, he, he flew into some mortals' rooms, Wendy, Michael, and John. Yeah, he did. And then he kind of he kind of liked Wendy, but he also needed her to 
be the caretaker of the lost boys oh so anyways so then a, a while ago i was like yeah it's kind of a weird story and then now i'm thinking well it is even a weirder story like with the the actual muse like feeling the weight of being a fictional character killing himself yeah so that's dark that's real dark alice you're bringing up a lot of dark stuff <sighs> here but it was a very good book. The You're Alice, up all the the Alice I things. have been. Yeah. You've unveiled two just magical lands in this episode <laughs> where you could tell us about all the amazing things happening there. And instead, you covered suicide and, and potential child rearing. It's not the right term, but you know what I'm Grooming, saying. Grooming, yeah. Grooming. <laughs> Why did, uh, let me ask you this. Why did Captain Hook want to kill this boy? Because he was a symbol of his childhood virility. Oh, that was the only reason? Like, what reason did he give, though? Um, like, what was, oh, his, pan, what was his surface pan, answer? Uh, oh, gosh. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was thinking something about the hook for the hand. The crocodile ate his hand, and maybe, maybe it was Peter Pan's fault somehow. Oh, okay, okay. Well, Peter Pan's always uh, messing with his crew. So this is Peter's fault. <laughs> so it wasn't. <laughs> Peter's just a boy. So he's just looking for. <laughs> he was just looking for justice. Boy. He was looking for justice. So when people watch Les Mis and they <laughs> and they root for the guy because the other dude stole that bread, and the whole time you're like, yeah, get that guy. He stole bread. No one roots for Javert. Oh. <laughs> I guess I was alone in that one, too. Well, maybe you just mixed it up because Jean Valjean and Javert, they sound very much alike. You just said the same name twice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or thrice, rather. And then Hook. H- Hook was just trying to find justice for his men, and mm. he lost a hand for it? Mm. So, of course, he wants to take Peter Pan down. Mm-hmm. But also, he's a symbol of his childhood virility. <laughs> you telling such, me Hook he's can't... such an incompetent adult without his hand? You, you telling know? me Hook can't get it up now? <laughs> and Peter Pan is just throwing it in his face. He can't Whoa. fly. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think Peter should not be throwing his virility in Hook's face. I don't care. Like he's still a boy, right? Even if he's like. Immortal. A whole bunch of years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Well, if they're all in Never Neverland, what's why is Hook grown up? I may edit this down. I may edit this down later. But that was approximately a twenty-second pause, just so we all know. I wonder if that was ever covered. How Hook well, got there? Like. Is there like a grandfather clause? It's like it didn't turn magical, eternal until a certain point. Oh, that's a good one. And if not, you should write that. I don't know. Or maybe Tinkerbell's fairy dust does something to the boys and they they stay immortal. And that's why they can fly. So you don't think it's like the... um, The land itself? Yeah, it's not like the Fountain of Youth. It's... Mm. I guess I don't know. But we're just throwing out (laughs) guesses. Every time you say something, I'm like, oh. And then you're like... But that's that may not be it. <laughs> every story is just every story made up. What? <laughs> <laughs> Woo hoo hoo! It's all been done before. Ah! Uh, you have any other uh, childhood stories where it turns out the uh, fictitious place is real, but then the real story is tragic? 
Whoa. You have any other? What about that Chronicles of Narnia? Well, that one was about Jesus. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Yeah. Okay, so that's not a true story. Um, <laughs> You're terrible. What is Narnia? Narnia is a, is a magical land. I mean, like, if it's about Jesus, is Narnia heaven? I I don't think so. But it like it, it is a land of temptations. Oh, really? Yeah, like uh, Edmund gets tempted by the White Witch over some Turkish delights. Like, what kid loves Turkish delights <laughs> so much that he would sell out his siblings? Who wrote this? <laughs> the Turkish Delight Company. C.S. Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really C.S. Lewis? I wonder if that's his real name. <laughs> Was it really C.S. Lewis? Yes. Wait, what do I know him from? <laughs> Probably this. Oh. <laughs> no, I know him from the, the lion, the witch, and the wardrobe. That's what this is. <laughs> 20 second silence. <laughs> Happy birthday, C.S. Lewis. Really? Nope. However, you want to talk about a birthday here? Who would be 110 years old today if they were still alive? Who cares? If they're dead. It's not a birthday. Who cares if they're dead? <laughs> Maybe. Don't edit that into something else. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, you might care. Their mother might care, Alice. Oh. <laughs> Their mother would be so old. Uh, Is G- your mother dead? Yeah, they would be... I was wondering if it was a child who died before their parents. I told you this person would be 110 years old today. You think their mother's still alive? I have some problems with arithmetic. (laughs) You think Twixie came out here and sprinkled her... That's not her name. Twixie! Tinkerbell. You think Tinkerbell came out here and sprinkled her fairy dust on Twixie? Left Twixie, right Twixie. Gene Kelly... (gasps) See, you cared. Mm. All of a sudden, you well, cared. he was kind of an asshole. Yeah, I'm saying, we're talking about pulling back the curtain uh, and yeah. showing the real versions of everyone <laughs> now, which is apparently what this episode is about. Mm-hmm. Gene Kelly mm-hmm. would be 110 years old. Wow. The much beloved Gene Kelly. Yeah. Tell us about how rotten he Stage was, Stage and screen. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us all about him. <laughs> well, uh, he was a very driven director. Mm-hmm. A taskmaster. Yeah, he did not drive himself. <laughs> Always had a chauffeur. And look what he has to show for it. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Singing in the rain. Dead no, at 110. It's a, great, it's a wonderful legacy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he plucked Debbie Reynolds, a 19-year-old Debbie Reynolds, out of obscurity mm-hmm. and gave her the lead in Singing in the Rain. And he was 40 at the time, so... Mm. Grooming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kids, today's episode is brought to you by grooming. <laughs> also, we should comb your hair, wash your face. <laughs> we should not speak to the kids directly when we say the <laughs> episode's brought to you by grooming. Uh, Jared Fogel, Lewis Carroll, and Gene Kelly. What do these three men have in common? Why? You're just perpetuating a bunch of conjectures. I know. You're right. Well. <laughs> One of them was real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Jared Fogle. 
don't care if they're dead. Who <laughs> <laughs> cares if they're dead? Okay, it's going about Gene okay. Kelly and De- Deborah Winger. <laughs> so she was not a dancer before, but she could move. So he like whipped her into shape and he was not nice about it. <laughs> And she was great. She was great I in the movie. Spit all over all the electronics. Just <laughs> the way you said he whipped her into shit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, so he was re- relentless and he made her into a star. But yeah, it's like the price of fame. And she reportedly said in, in a biography, like the hardest things she's ever done were singing in the rain and childbirth. <laughs> to Carrie <sighs> Fisher, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think she—I don't think she didn't like singing in the rain. It was just a really tough thing for a nineteen-year-old ingenue to to have to do. You love saying words like ingenue. I do, yeah. You know, I like cheese as much as the next guy, but I can stick to like Swiss and cheddar. I don't need Rene Aubergeois. <laughs> I know that guy. He's a—he's a—he's one of the good ones. Okay. Uh, so anyway, happy uh, birthday to the belated Taskmaster Gene Kelly. I wonder if we have any birthdays of people who aren't problematic. Hmm. Rick Springfield! Really? Is he cool? 73 years old. I mean, I've never heard anything about him. I mean... Well, he tried to steal his friend's girl. <laughs> he, I don't think he did. <laughs> he pined for her from he, afar. Uh, he coveted. He coveted, and that was it. Which I guess is technically a sin, but I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure why it's a sin. Sins and aren't this, real. Look, follow me here, Christian friends. <laughs> and it's okay. We can disagree about Christianity or whatever. But like, why is why is coveting a sin? Like, I don't understand that. Because you're can not. Can we ma- all be pure of thought? Uh, <laughs> this is a world of actions. Okay. Whoa. What? It's like saying thoughts and prayers do something when you know they don't. Okay. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't do anything good, they're not going to do anything bad either. Huh. What? We've always we've all wondered what it's like to like strangle a cat, but none of us are going to do it. What? What? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't either. And I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. But what I'm saying is, what was I saying? Rick Springfield coveted. Rick Springfield <laughs> Okay, so why is coveting a bad thing? Hmm. Like, that's not that bad because you're not making a move. You're not. You're not doing anything. You're just like, oh man, yeah. Oh, Rick's woman is really nice. No, Jesse's woman. Oh, Jesse's woman is really nice. Or you know, he said girl, but we're gonna update it because he's seventy three years old. So <laughs> grooming. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so Rick's. Jesse was the one that was grooming, maybe. What? Huh? Why? Rick's friend Jesse. If anybody was grooming, it was Jesse. Why? Like, he already... Are you saying that he got the girl out of nefarious means? I guess we just don't know, do we? (laughs) 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 But, but, like, if you don't do anything, that's fine. Because let me tell you something... Thoughts aren't the worst thing because people like mystery writers and people who write oh. murder mysteries mm-hmm. and, and horror weird things. Thoughts. Yeah, they have the worst thoughts. Are they going to hell because of their thoughts? <laughs> no, these are just some thoughts I had. Stephen King's not out slaying everybody in multiple ways. He's not going to like kill you with cake batter. What? 
I've never read all of his movies, but <laughs> or books, whatever he does. I, don't... I thought that was intentional. What do you do, Stephen King? <sighs> I'm really hot right now. It's hot in here. <laughs> But yeah, okay, so that's true. And I was thinking that as a corollary, you know how people say can't blame a guy for trying. And I was like, well, that's like, yes, I can blame a guy for trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gross sometimes. Yeah, if you're trying. And that's an action and not just a thought. Uh Uh, Yeah. If you're talking about trying, like hitting on someone who's already with someone. Yeah. Or hitting on someone that's for any reason would be a bad idea, a wrong mm-hmm. thing. If you're mm-hmm. just hitting on someone who's maybe out of your league, then sure, can't blame <laughs> a guy for trying. <laughs> like, oh, okay, Madam Madam Vice President. You know, <laughs> gave it a shot there. I know your husband's name is Doug, and I thought maybe uh, maybe I could slip in there and take his place for a night. You know? And I'd be okay with that. Thanks, babe. 